Welcome to It's All Her, the podcast for women who want to live simpler, better lives. I'm your host, Geordie Lucas. I'm the founder and editor of It's All Her. I'm a mum to a toddler and I was an actor in a previous life. Each week, I'm joined by a guest to talk about their life, their work, and of course, how they make life simpler and better. For the latest, head to itsallher.com or follow us on socials. Let's get to this week's episode. Hi, gang. This is a special episode of It's All Her. We're going to resume normal programming later in the week, but this is a really important episode. So if you listen to any, please let it be this one. And a content warning, we are going to be discussing pregnancy loss and stillbirth. Now, pregnancy loss at any stage is an unimaginably painful experience. I have personally lost a pregnancy around the six-week mark, and it's a very strange thing to say that I'm grateful that it was an earlier loss, not because an earlier loss is any less significant, simply because I wasn't made to deliver the baby. Now, obviously, after a certain point, passing the baby at home or having a DNC isn't an option and the baby needs to be delivered, which brings me to this week's guest. In 2020, Sophie Tanaguzzi was 20 weeks pregnant when she found out that her baby boy's heart had stopped beating. Now, for reasons unknown, she was forced to wait a week until she was able to deliver her sleeping boy into the world. Sophie felt that none of her wishes for the birth were recognised or honoured, and the biggest sting of all was delivering her baby boy on a maternity ward. Now, of course, we associate maternity wards with labour, the screams of women bringing live, screaming babies into the world. And maybe because birth is such a fragile experience already, we don't allow our minds to go to the darker experiences of birth. The births where no one waits to hear that first cry because they know it's not coming. To be leaving and walking past balloons, flowers and hearing the coos of everyone in their newborn baby bubbles, it just feels like extra punishment for parents who have already gone through such loss. And this is what Sophie had to endure in 2020. Not wanting anyone else to experience this extra pain, she created a petition for bereavement suites in every hospital in Australia. Now, pregnancy loss is unfortunately unavoidable. We can't spare all women and expected parents from that pain, but we can empower them with more choices on how, when and where they deliver their sleeping babies. Sophie agreed to sit down with me and share her story of loss and why she was compelled to make a change. Here's Sophie's story. So I lost my son in 2020. Um, we found out at our 20-week scan that um, his heart had stopped beating. Um, that was a Monday afternoon, and then I gave birth to him um, the Friday night. Um, That's a long yeah, time to wait. It is. And my whole family was, like, shocked. They were like, why can't they, like, get him out now? Um, so, yeah, from the Monday up until the Friday. Why did you have to wait so long? Um. To be honest, I don't know. Um, 
I could have gone straight to the hospital after my scan, but I just wanted to go home and let's sort of process what was going on. Um, so we went to the hospital the following day to have a scan to confirm that he had passed away. Um, mm -hmm. And then they wanted me to go in again the next day to take the pill to start um, to bring on labour, I guess. But I sort of thought, why couldn't I have that the Tuesday? But then yeah. um, the night that we went in to have him, my partner actually said, you know, how long we had to wait is ridiculous. It sort of stuffed with our heads a little bit. Um, and one of the midwives said, oh, maybe they think that you want the time to sort of, the extra time to process what's going on. I mean, some people might, but mm. I would have preferred him out sooner. Yeah, it is such a personal experience, isn't it? Mm. It comes down to personal preference. Yeah. How do you think it could have been handled better? Is it just as simple as someone sitting down and acknowledging that everyone is different and, and, and questioning yeah. how you would like to proceed? Yeah. I think we need more choices. Like they need to be able to, um, oh, I don't know how to say it, like let you decide if you want to go home and process it a bit or have them sooner. Mm. But yeah. yeah. I, I had know. a failed pregnancy earlier on this was about six weeks and yeah I I wasn't given much of a choice either it's it's yeah. a it's a weird a weird one when you're and I think as well the doctors sometimes because they see loss all the time I think they almost become desensitized to it yeah I think so yeah, yeah. so talk us through if you're comfortable the delivery and where you had to deliver your baby boy? So as soon as we got there, we were put in the birthing suite. They did try to put us in a room like up the hall away from all the other rooms, which was nice. Um, there's only so much they can do, I guess, with the space that they have. Um, we had to, we got there about lunchtime and I ended up having him at about 8 p.m. that night because the doctor that had to come and give me, um, I have two extra pills to bring on labour. Um, they were busy doing something else, so we had to wait quite a while. Um, yeah, and then the contraction started, which is something I didn't want to go through. Like with my first daughter, I had a C-section. Mm -hmm. And I actually said to them, do I have a choice? Can I have a C-section? Even though it's a big operation, I just didn't want to birth him naturally. But I didn't have a choice again. Um, and why, why was that? I don't know. I guess they just thought it, it would be easier. But, you know... When you have a C-section, they um, had a spinal and all like down there was all numb. Yeah. So I couldn't feel anything and I just, I didn't want to go through the pain of giving birth to him, especially because he had passed away. Yeah. Um, so thank you. Um, so, yes, I gave birth to him at, yeah, eight. I think it was 8.05 p.m. that night. Um, they asked me if I wanted to see him and I did, um, they passed him to me in like a little blanket and he was just, I was sort of, um, shocked at how formed he was, um, because even though he was born at 20 weeks, he was the size of a 16 week old baby, they said. So they think they had passed quite a while before. Um, so yeah, we spent some time with him. We, we took photos on our phones um, I know someone did tell me that there's a 
um, there's people that can come in and take photos with you and your baby, heartfelt. Um, but I just, I don't know, I just didn't organise that. I just took photos of my phone. Um, yeah, we spent the night with him and we chose to leave the following morning because we just weren't comfortable where we were. And I think if we were more comfortable, we would have spent more time there. But it's just, you know, the hospital rooms, they aren't that great to be in and just didn't, it was wasn't comfortable. Yeah. And being on a maternity ward, I guess, which is typically such a happy place. Mm. But we have to remember that not every birth is beautiful, magical. Mm. So when did you actually decide, hold on, we need to actually make some change here? We need to create a petition. You know, how, how did how did that come about for you? Well, ever since I did lose Huxley, I've wanted to try and make a change somehow. I just didn't know how to go about it. Um, I originally made a petition for my local hospital because I knew that they didn't have a bereavement room. Um, I got up to a thousand signatures before I was told that um, they are getting a butterfly lounge and room. Mm -hmm. So while that petition was running, I was getting messages from heaps of other women saying this needs to be in every hospital. We need this in our hospital. They were sharing their experiences and it made me really sad Mm. that um, people are going through this all over Australia. So I thought, well, why not take it a step further and go bigger and see what happens? Yeah. And what has the response been like? crazy I think last time I checked there was over 24,000 signatures and I actually didn't think I didn't think it would I didn't think it would go anywhere I just didn't yeah I got to like 200 signatures and I was like oh my god and then I got to a thousand and then um Sarah Kearns shared it and then from then on it was it went crazy yeah so how many signatures do you need to take it towards parliament for for them to because i i know that there's lots of petitions for lots of different things Mm. how many signatures do you need it says there is no limit i can just as many as we can get by the 5th of april um i think it looks better when there's more signatures yeah totally yeah 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 i will put all of the links to your socials and the petition in the show notes. But what would what would the impact have been for you? Nothing would have made it yeah. better, but could it have made it easier yes. to have a private space to grieve? I think so. I think walking into a bereavement room rather than the birthing suite where you know other mothers are down the hall about to give birth to their live baby, mm. at least if you walk into a bereavement room, you know, like that's your space to spend your time with your baby. Um, I also think it would help with m- mental health down the track. Yeah. Like it's the only time these people have with their babies and it's the only memories they're ever going to make with them too. Mm. So it, w- it would be nice to do it in a more comforting space. Yeah. It sounds like the whole system needs a bit of an overhaul really. I think so. Mm-hmm. Sophie, thank you so much for your time thank and you. for being generous enough to share your story and for starting this petition. I hope I'm really hopeful that it's going to make some really positive change. Me too. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of It's All Her. The link to sign this very important petition is in our show notes. I'll speak to you soon.